And we're back. Thank you f- for listening to us. Generally, <laughs> we're very, very grateful. Yeah. <laughs> and welcome. General. Generally. Thank you we for that. We don't thank you enough. They, welcome to the Friendly Geordies podcast. Yeah. Uh, the moment that everyone's been waiting for has arrived. We're going to do the merch review. Fuck yeah. Oh. We, okay, look, we've got, we got a fair bit of uh, designs. I have chosen maybe like seven or eight that are good. Not all of them are going to become merch, but maybe like two or three might end up becoming merch. And we actually Round need your... For, for those them. people. For those people. We haven't determined they're going to win yet. Yeah. And this is just a wild guess from Ali that one of you will even be made into a shirt. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that. Look at this tech whiz yep. over here. Dude, Go out, like, yeah. Right, or a man. Come with glasses always, bro. There's two ways that Ali could have gone in life because he looks like a 50-year-old that's like, can you help me with the keyboard? Or he <laughs> yeah. also looks like an IT professional. So. Yeah, yeah, one or the other. I want to see if it's working for everyone. I spoke too soon. <laughs> I'm, I got them here. I got them here. Oh, does it? Is it yeah. working? Hey, uh, is it working? Oh, this is Let us know on Twitch. Oh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, it's Let right. us know on itch ways, itch twitch, itch bays. Or message Miss Love's Instagram. <laughs> Please don't. And he'll check in a couple of days. <laughs> don't message me. All right, here's the first yes, one. Yes, yes, yes. This is by, how do you pronounce this name, Miss? Albonationopolis. No, the person who sent it. Elo- Eloise. There, she didn't give her last name, but she sent it. What do Eloise. we think about this design? I'm liking it. I like how Eloise must have that as part of the design as well. Yeah. <laughs> Her name is Chuck. Yeah, that's the whole thing. It, no, nothing whole nice thing. and fancy like Banksy's either. Just straight up <laughs> the first font that is the default. You've got some bloody ego on you, Eloise. Look, we yeah. can always tell her to like... Um, <laughs> Doing this for free. It, I'm just appreciating the effort. Doesn't mean it's going to make the final edit. No, no. This one, but I'm just saying... Clearly that wasn't included. He, Ali's done... Ali's, Ali's made a fucking PowerPoint. That's what's happened here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Eloise... Far out. All that time... I'm in that Dan Murphy's place. It's paid <laughs> off. Shout yeah, out this to This is you. high school stuff, but okay, I'll <laughs> take it. No, 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 it's, well, it's good. It's is bel- it work? Believe me, it's this is good. Thank you, Eloise, for sending us I that. I like that. It's I like Australia. That. I have to say this this particular one does have somewhat of a time limit, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I mean, I suppose it'll load eventually. <laughs> yeah, like a couple of months. So maybe not. Yeah. Hey, unless it's one of those Harry Potter shirts where it moves oh. and there'll be like a loading. And if Albo loses and Peter Dutton wins in his challenge, it'll just go error and then have Peter Dutton's face is on Is that there. official, is it? Huh? Is that official? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do we move? I'm playing fantasy football a at rare, this point. A rare insight to the psychology of friendly Jimmy. I don't even know anymore. Are you being sarcastic, dude? That's great. All right. Th- well, we move to the next one. Great name, I don't by see the way. Why not. Great name, Eloise. Yeah. Eloise. Next. Yes. Oh, you got it over yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Phil Jansik or Jan. I think it's Croatian. Jansik. Okay. Just. Ah, oh, thanks, Phil. That's exactly what we were talking about before. The fact yeah. that I have a vacant Holy kitchen shit. and <laughs> made a shirt out of that. 
So you've made it Just my commercial identity to keep smoking. That's fucking thank you for giving me permission. That's that's the front runner for me right now. That's Phil. I'm gonna like be honest. I don't think we can use this as merch. I just wanted to add it because I like it. It's I think it's funny. It's funny. It's fucking because funny. Because I like the art. I'm pretty too. sure it's illegal to like shill cigarettes, even though it's a joke. But that's so good. I, I'm a big fan. I, I oh, think that should and be. I like the art as I well. I can get rid of all your merch and exclusively. Yes. <laughs> it's cool art, eh? That cool design of, I don't know what, you know, that kitschy uh, Welcome to Paris art that they have on their shirts totally. where they kind of sort of color in the figure. Yes. Mm, I exactly. like that you're getting design from that. Yeah. And I'm basing the fact that you got that off of nothing at all. It just reminded me of that. But thank you, Phil. No, he nice. did. It's he took a he like um, cartoonized or whatever the word is your picture where you're sitting on John Barilaro's chair and smoking a cigar. Actually, I just <laughs> remembered you smoke cigars. Well, you did once at least. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hypocrite, <laughs> hypocrite. So he made he got that from that. Well, thank you. The oh, good, I like good it. effort. We appreciate your work, that's Phil. Definitely. Uh, look, that's good. That's good. We got, we got. Yeah, next. This. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, to anybody listening <laughs> to the audio, Can it's a <laughs> shirt that says unvaccinated sperm available here, cash only. <laughs> I wish I had the balls to wear that in uh, in public. This is by Hector Morlet. Morlet. Very awesome. That is, yeah, I wish I had the balls to wear that in public. Hey. I don't think I could do it either because people are going to think. They were just I suppose the cash only makes it better because you, you've got to be dumb to think that that's legit. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone <laughs> believes it, but it's fucking... <laughs> Give me 10 years, I'm wearing that. <laughs> 10 years. When it's, it's proven. Yeah. <laughs> I've been thinking about this a lot recently. Sperm is a very offensive word. It is. It you is. Know, it's yeah, just the yeah. thought of it, sperm. It is a very fucked word. <laughs> do you know what we could do with this shirt? We maybe we might not release it as merch, but what we could do is we could print a few mm. and then have like competitions amongst pod fans and send out winners. I like that. Yeah. I, I think like that's that. a yeah, better yeah. use of this shirt. That's a cool idea. That's but a cool That idea. might mean, Hector, you don't get paid for it, but... <laughs> Hector, how much did we'll you Because we'll print really like 20 of them and not actually sell any. Yeah. In fact, you're causing us financial problems by <laughs> introducing this. Every business has their hits and this is something that we have to, you know, claim on our bass, so. <laughs> it's a funny gag, Hector. It's fucking All right, good. next one. This. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking great. I thought of this. Time Maybe we could make this into a badge, not a shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's great. That's a sick idea. One of those scout ones you have to sew on. Torrance yeah. Saker. Torrance Saker. Um, dude, that's a great idea. I think, I think that's a really cool idea. It's a fucking good design. Yeah. With the uh, you know, the stars or whatever that cross is in the middle. Was that is that also the flag of like, when the when the workers in some pit in Australia, gold miners stood up. To the tyrannical government for taxing him too high on their gold. Is that what that is? That's it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> for anybody playing at home, it's the Greekest Stockade. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. That's the one. One yeah, of yeah. the most important parts of our history. I'm lucky I read that on Wikipedia like two weeks ago. Telling it like it is. <laughs> All right, we might, we that's might, good. we might that's not good. make that into a badge, but it's I good. don't think it would work as a shirt. Maybe it could be like a pocket shirt, not like a yes, huge design, like, like a little, yeah, like on the corner, like, like this, yeah. this shirt, that, this kind of thing. That's a f 
That's a that's a sick idea. But I think I prefer the badge, even though badge is like <laughs> more work. again badge. more work. <laughs> Look, uh, badges can't be too expensive and stuff, so it really defeats. But it could be a fun thing for our audience. Again, we're still reckon, losing money right. here. What do you reckon? You've got to use that, right? Surely. You have. There's no choice. There's it's no too good. F- it's, it's like a classic design. It's People f- are very creative in they've, our pod they've group, they? are very aren't they? creative out there. Again, right, next, next one. like a kindergartner teacher. That's nice. Jeez. <laughs> 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 oh, this is a good hairline and everything. <laughs> I'd wear that. Holy shit. Uh, so would I. I just... Dude, that's amazing. Okay, let's make it part of the merch. Mr. Sparkle, Lachlan Halliwell. Actually, sorry, I forgot. We need to describe these as well for everyone that's oh, listening shit. on Spotify and iTunes and stuff. Yeah. We are terrible pod yeah, we are. <laughs> We'll get there one day. This so, is a... The previous is... one, for those of you that were I'm like, <laughs> unless you've already turned off, it was a badge that said Common Sense Brigade telling it like it is. And this and is a this parody. With Miss Love will this is a parody of the Mr. Spuckle design. If you don't know what that is, then you're on the wrong pod. Uh, and uh, it's basically friendly Jimmy's as Mr. Sparkle saying something in Japanese with some Japanese writing, which I'm sure means something. I'm sure. Yeah, I think it means like uh, cleanest, uh, cleanest sparkle or whatever. I think it's the exact same text. I mean, it's it's very. We should eth- probably get that translated because that could mean anything. <laughs> yeah, it's niche, but I mean, fuck, it's good, right? Niche, but mad. I actually whatever. Like we make it a range. Yeah, yeah. yeah who gives a shit? Like, it doesn't matter how many are in a range, sure. Yeah, and niche hey. is good, isn't it? <laughs> we got to stop for, them. For we got to invest in Ali. Just it's not a lot of work. Trust me. But <laughs> having not done much anything ever with it, I'm sure it's absolutely fine. Yeah, Miss Love says it's in. So I it's say in, Ali. it's easier. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, that was by Lachlan Halliwell. It's really funny, and we enjoyed your. It's very funny. Piece of work. It's just. Guy Lockie. A great episode too. We watched it the other day. Great. And exactly the name of someone that we should be praising their art for on what is essentially a kid show, Lachlan. Mm. Can we just put at the end, Lachlan, age 10? (laughs) 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 Miss Love, are you keeping a tab on like the comments in Uh, case that they can't see? Yeah, yeah. No, but uh, it seems like they, yeah, I saw a wow. So I think. Oh, yeah. So it's working. And also shout out to you, Miss Love, for not knowing the Eureka flag, but knowing very, very specific Simpsons references. (laughs) That's my upbringing. That's all right, should we go move on to the next one? Yeah, they're yeah. saying they're, they're all. If it they're wasn't all. for the Australian flag with the boot kicking the ass, you wouldn't know what our flag looked like. What do you mean? That's not our flag. What the fuck, <laughs> <laughs> fuck dude. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next one. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. What the hell, Isaac McCormick. I really, really like this as a shirt design because it could just be. You know how like we it's always kinda- wear. Uh, well, you actually, you, you're still wearing like, um, what's those? Uh, Al Gore's <laughs> presidential. <laughs> it's it's a memorabilia if he wins and if he loses. Hopefully he wins because <laughs> yeah. if he loses, then we have bigger problems to worry about. <laughs> yeah. But either way, it could work. The only thing that I was thinking of, I might actually message Isaac if we end up doing this, is to change the font of Anthony Albanese. It's too... By the way, do you know where that's from? That nah. image? That's not an original. That's actually from Blade Runner's poster. Oh. Really? Yeah. Well, he looks like Pol Pot. That's somebody who's listened to 30 seconds of our pod before, as it is a Blade Runner reference. It is. I like it. Anyways, but we'll see. We'll have to work out which ones we're doing, which ones we aren't. Next yep. one. Good on you, Isaac. Well, this <laughs> is way too specific. 
But it's amazing. It's a cool design. <laughs> it's so cool. It's got no reference. Like, what? it's got a reference, but you've uh, got to be a really niche follower. <laughs> Anyways, for those of you like listening. June. It looks like a June poster. Go on. For those of you listening, this uh, submission is by Jack Grant, and it's got like a massive eel. With its head, it's, it's been chopped it's in, chopped in half. Uh, and Not in half, just its head. And a little uh, person kneeling in front of it, which is supposed to be Miss Love. And it says, be a man. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what does it say behind it though? Halamana. Is that what is that? Just some Asian writing or something? I don't know. What that no, is. I think that that's that might Vietnamese? be Vietnamese for be a man. Oh, dude. Well, maybe. I mean, obviously, I'm, obviously, I'm very biased, but I think this is the front runner. I mean, that is amazing. I think I would just wear that shirt. I would. Yeah. I would. Irrespective, I would wear the shit at. Like, it's an amazing. Dude, I'll pay Grant, uh, Jack Grant. I look, even if it gets ditched, I'll pay for some of these to be made. That's hilarious. Like I would wear that as a design. Look, he's, on, he's got the thing on the back, and then be a man at the front. <laughs> he's thought of everything. But it really does look like a poster for June too. It's like a giant worm, and Paul Atreides is like bowing down to it. The only thing there, it's, isn't that a coincidence? Our other eternal reference, <laughs> yeah. straight afterwards. And you've got to give him credit because the fact that he made an eel design, you guys said first of all, you told him to make eel designs. <laughs> I forgot. That. And he made this design in whatever two weeks, yeah. which I think is it's it looks like a fairly professional design. Yeah, it does. <sighs> I mean, it's got, such a pickle though because. No one is that going to sell a single shirt? <laughs> no. And here's the other pickle. Does it matter at all? This is your, this yeah, is your I mean, a little bit. Make, We've got it? to at least get back our investment, you know. Uh, We're right. going to be spending money in printing these and getting them made. <laughs> That's how it works, apparently. As long as, you know, we can pay rent and shit, I think it'll work. <laughs> but having said that, I, look, I don't know. Jordan is right about it. It's such a niche reference. We don't know how many of these will sell. Maybe you I'll guys just, can tell us. I'll just pay for some of these, seriously. But I would legitimately just wear that. Yeah, me too. Not knowing what the context about it, I just it's think it's a cool design. It's also so disturbing because it's like, oh, I didn't think the animal I murdered would come back to haunt me, and it's very angry. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking hilarious. All right, good, good you going. You me, Slav. Well done, Jack. And that's your saying. The be um no no two. No, that was two. what two that's said. <laughs> Be a man. Amazing. It's funny how she said that. I know. Amazing. <laughs> it's just incredible. What a moment of life. Oh, what a moment. That right. was my only happy memory of the last <laughs> year and a half, and it was of slaughtering an innocent animal. <laughs> hey, it was all, it went to a good cause for us to try One of the and lowest viewed videos we've ever done. Yeah, and to try it and just throw it away straight away. And then we make <laughs> merch of the lowest viewed video. <laughs> we really know how business works. Well, at least Jack Grant has good taste. He I knows. Yeah, you do, Even if Jack. we just get one, I'll wear it. All right, next one. Daniel Marin. Mar Mar oh Daniel Marin. God. Damn. That, that, oh. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a definite... We're making that. Oh my fucking god! Can one of you describe it as well? Jordan, you're right. Okay, it's a Lord of the Rings movie poster. <laughs> I'm fucking Gollum. <laughs> Why am I? I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm Gollum. Sorry. Go on. Go on. My, my, my. All right. Lord of the Rings movie poster. Just picture it out of your head. The title of it is <laughs> "Friendly Geordies and the Return of the Common Sense." Top stuff. <laughs> the ring, the ring is a one 
next to the Labor candidate <laughs> that I am holding up triumphantly. Uh, Miss Love is... The go- I should be the Gollum creature, let's be honest. But, okay, I'm glad that you've pawned that one hey, over. I'll take it. You know, I don't know who the elvish maiden is. Yeah, me neither. 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 Oh, no, it's Marcus Paul. Oh, <laughs> it's corny. <laughs> Go the broad. Yes, and... He's got tits. Close, because I think some crustaceans do have eternal life like elves. That was well picked. Of course, Gandalf the White is Kevin Rudd coming back even more based than he was in Office, where he was... Kevin Rudd the Grey. And <laughs> he looks like fucking uh, the Colonel there. Mm-hmm. Looks like the Colonel. Well, yeah. he always does. Sure, true. He is, isn't he? He's Ali. just a more Chinese looking Colonel Sanders. I think Ali is Samwise Gandhi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Samwise. Sam. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Anthony Albanese is Aragorn, flailing a massive sword, which I'm sure will turn into Holy an Australian. Shit. I thought that was Mark Latham. <laughs> <laughs> no, you thought Mark Latham was going to be Aragorn. Well, it looks more like Latham than fucking... No, it looks like I, Elbow to me. <laughs> I mean, look, <laughs> if you say so, Biz. Shit, I was like, that's a weird choice, Mark Latham. I think this is and a really good all the design. cloud in the background is vape smoke. We're doing it. That's yeah, a, I that think, one's I think this... Dude, that is... Spoiler alert. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll Daniel see. Murray. Dude, that's really funny. Well, I'll talk to Daniel, obviously. I think that design. we should just get that as a poster in here. Me too. This could also Sell work as, as movie That's posters. the thing. It could work as a shirt and it could work as a poster. I would have... So good. <laughs> Daniel, you're just... You've blown our minds here. It's so... You're an amazing illustrator. I mean, you fucked up elbow, but... <laughs> I don't think he did. I think he did a good job. No, I can see the album now. I just, for some reason, I saw Latham. Dude, this love smile is so mean. I look fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Still wearing the little bald obsessed beanie. So fucking good. It's good. It's really good. And your triumphant face, like, yeah. It's 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 amazing. What can I say? It's. I guess he's gollum because you're obsessed with getting that piece of paper that is the how-to vote card so you can put a tracking number of a pedal that got lost in the mail (laughs) on the back. (laughs) (laughs) How do you feel about being Samwise Ganji, Alu? I don't know what happened. It's back, it's back. It's back. Uh, I like it. Dude, I think, you you know what's funny about this? I saw the final Lord of the Rings for the first time yesterday. And, and what was your verdict? That's insane. Eh, it's a bit overrated. However, yep, thank you. However, I think Frodo is not the hero. Sam was the hero of the movie. Yes. Frodo wasn't doing shit. He kept falling <laughs> and not trusting anyone except that he's the one who shouldn't be trusted. Anyway, and then like at the end, sorry, I saw this Such yesterday. A shit hero. So it's like stealing right? but like First time. and then everyone's like, oh no, Frodo can do it because he can withstand all the temptation. And then he goes there and ends up not doing it. The only reason why the ring fell in the lava was because Gollum was trying to attacked it. Yeah, yeah, Mislove tacked it. <laughs> it was so. St- uh, I don't know. Like I'm, I like Sam. I think Sam's the hero. Yeah. Okay. So you, it gets your tick of approval of your character. I don't like the fact that I'm Frodo because I think I look. Too similar to him in real life. (laughs) But hey, Marcus Paul as a hot Elvish chick does make up for it. (laughs) This is the picture that just keeps on giving. It's just, it's so good. 
I'm going to look at the comments. And There's so much to read into it. I'm I feel happy. like this should be unpacked. Not even in year 12 film studies. First year uni. It's so good. I'll, it's it's just insane. It just looks so well done. Yeah. It's like, I don't know how they fucking did it. Is that hand drawn? Must have I been. I think it is. Yeah, and, and then scanned. Return of common sense. <laughs> All right, Daniel. Look, even if it doesn't make it to the cut, what am I saying? It's made it to the cut. <laughs> <laughs> At least leave some room for negotiation. No, I'm How much ready. money do you want for it, Daniel? 50 grand? <laughs> okay, Ali, write him a check. <laughs> write him a check. Yeah, well, first I'd have to borrow that amount. Uh, Dude, that's, that's, I, just, I just can't stop looking at it because it's just, I keep just wanting to say how good it is. I, I, nothing All right, next say. one. Clearly, everyone likes this one. Good job, Daniel. Whoopsie. Shani Watt. Shani Watt has made so Scott Morrison meow. a cat. This, this is getting more kindergarten by the <laughs> second one. Man's best I think. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> oh, Shani. I really like the image. This could work as a mug. That's yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Except yeah. that what I would want to find out with Shani, I might have, I'll contact her and be like, is this the final version? Because I think it needs some color filling. No, no, I like it. It's simple. It's like simple black and white style. I think it's cool. I don't think it needs any color. You don't hang around enough share houses in Newtown, Ali. They, really? They really don't have colors. They can't afford it. I think this could work as a mug, potentially. It's a good design. It's actually, dude, this is the kind of shit that Scotty wishes he came up at his marketing job. Like it's simple, <laughs> it's effective, <laughs> it's clever. It's like- Probably would win him the next election. It's, re <laughs> it's really good. It's, that's, that's up there for me as well. Totally different style, but really good. Great design, good uh, eye. Can you fix your wire? Yeah, yeah, go on. Go on. Um, the moment's lost. Shit. Let's move to the next yeah, one. Well yeah. done, Shani. Great, great. Oof. Greater effort there. Really good. Jack Grant. Oh my God. Now this is a design which doesn't feel like it's a friendly Geordie's design. But again, I thought it was like a- It's better. Even if we don't use it, I think this guy just deserved a shout out. And to be fair, he said it. He was like, hey, I've got a design. Dude, it's so I don't know good. if this is friendly Geordie's design, but I'm just going to put it Dude, out Dude, this there. is as it's good cool. as the other two. It's so good. And probably the only- uh, popular sci-fi film that we don't reference every 30 minutes which is 2001 <laughs> a space odyssey so we will be putting that into the repertoire so you can hang your hat on that at the very least jack i think that we should make it a design if you are willing to compromise on your work of art a little bit jack i think it should be instead of time for another red pill cuck time for yet another red pill cuck yeah that works i agree why not I like how I'm giving advice to people who have given us labor for free, but send it back and we won't pay you for either. <laughs> I like how Paul Jennings-esque so the uh, it, illustration we'll is. Hmm? I like how Paul Jennings-esque the illustration but is. But like, okay, what do you think about the fact? Whoa. What do you think about the fact that this logo has nothing to do with Friendly Geordies? It's clearly one of his designs. Yeah, it's an FD, Friendly it, Daniel. <laughs> it feels like something that he should pitch to Cotton on as opposed to Friendly Geordies merch. But mm. I still give it props. Well, if it's good enough for Cotton On, <laughs> it's not good enough for us. It's a really <laughs> shit store. No, it's just because the logo is like, it, what's that the logo of? <laughs> it does look like a D, but if I'm If you're fan. listening, Jack, if we can work out a way to model that logo into something Friendly Geordie's related, we can, we can probably make that design work. 
It's amazing. I mean, no one will know what the fuck it is, but like what they, it's no, not. We don't know what the fuck it is. It, the whole thing is. No, the, I know the, what it is. Oh, sorry. We forgot to describe these again. 2001. No, we Space gave Odyssey. it a good, good enough. It's 2001. <laughs> yeah. Look, you can always go to YouTube and check out the actual picture, but I understand when you're working, you're not going to be YouTubing. You're going to be just listening. <laughs> in which case, uh, we apologize. Yeah. Jack Grant, I'll grant you this. It's a design. It's a desi- it's it's a good design. Don't just yes, grant him yeah. that. Okay, all right, fair. <laughs> all right, next one. Cotton on design. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, Jake we're gonna have to do it. Elgalada, Elgalada. First of all, Jake. Again, if you're listening, <laughs> what is what is it? <laughs> so the writing. What does it mean? I hope it's not criminally incriminating yeah. or something. <laughs> I don't think the second letter's real. <laughs> it looks like an asterisk. No, that's just Russian. Is it okay? Or so maybe it is an This is basically a communist propaganda photo with all of us in it and Rudd going, ah, 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 ah. He's the fallen leader. Mao-esque. Oh, no, Russian, Russian. Sorry, Marx, Stalin, actually. Stalin. Yeah, okay, Marx, it's Marx. I do like how he's perfectly <laughs> really encapsulated good. our spirits if we were dictators. I... Would be a cross-dressing freak in the modern <laughs> age, similar to Xerxes. <laughs> and they're right. I would definitely wear a satin red jacket, <laughs> much like the wives of most dictators. Uh, Miss Love doesn't know that he's a dictator. He thinks he's a lower-end mafia goon <laughs> as he's wearing a purple satin jacket. And Ali is wearing what Ali just naturally does wear. That's not even a yeah. joke. Yeah. That's just <laughs> great I drawing. Great I'm, drawing. Okay, I'm trying to figure out. I think I'm supposed to be Trotsky. Jordan, maybe you're supposed to be Lenin or Stalin. Well, who's the guy in the background then? I think that's Marx because he's like the dead right. overarching the ideology guy. Right. And Kevin Rudd's overarching oh, ideology Boys. is. NBN's not a bad idea. What? Emperor of Tiger Star. It's Russian for Geordie's podcast. Oh, oh, that's very sweet. Isn't that's that amazing? Nice. Thanks, Emperor of, of Tiger Star, for learning Russian for that moment. I can't imagine it's been useful in your life for anything else. <laughs> Thanks, Jake El Galato. It's really good. The illustration's really good. Like, he's drawn that yeah, really well by hand. It's definitely a good one. I like really it got too. the expressions. That's pretty fucking good. I mean, whether or not... It's funny. <laughs> I think it would make people like hate us more. That's all right. Fuck them. There's a lot of podcast merch for this. We might have to make a separate Friendly <laughs> Geordie's podcast range. Yeah. Yeah. If you do it on your main channel, if you can do the same shout out. There's a lot of good shit. I'll, I'll go through them again. Just give this them is, the email look, address of the podcast. There's been four that I honestly think are worth printing. This like, is from like the limited podcast pool. If you want to expand, it's really good. It's probably really be good. having this conversation outside, but no, I'm whatever. very happy. And there's definitely some that we could make from these as well. Good right, job, Jake. Great job. Miss <laughs> 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 Love, take the tally up to five. Agreed. We have another instant classic, <laughs> which is really what Isaac Butterfield has been nagging me to do Ugh. for six months. In fact, I think he invited me onto his podcast just to harass me to post this. So yeah, heard, yeah, you've yeah. done it, Christopher. Thank you for that. Christopher Woe has nailed it. This is, again, simple to the point. What's the, is, is it? Okay, it's supposed to be... <laughs> for those of you... For those of you... Chill. I love your endearing, happy, innocent face, too. Like it's a modeling photo and then just... 
chill. There's nothing for the imagination. It's so perfect. Again, for it's so those funny. of you that are listening, it's actually based on the Obama yeah. uh poster uh what's the hope, hope poster yeah. so it's the same sort of like design but instead of obama it's jordan's face and instead of hope it just says shill and the entire thing is in red to signify communism or labor <laughs> it's so labor, funny actually. it's so fu- it's funny because like it's the main argument against you so like if you wore that they'd be like yeah but he's a and then look down and be like oh yeah yeah, that. He like, admitted it. Yeah, that took the sting out of it, didn't <laughs> it? Do you know what I mean? It's almost like it's great to just shove that in people. It's, it's actually genius. It's really good. Yeah, really I fun. love it. It has, you know what I mean? It, it, it would work well on, on multiple <laughs> levels. And I would wear that around, even though it's a picture of me of on it. It's all, that's makes it's it even funnier. Steve-O level putting your yes. face on your yeah. back. Because it's literally making fun of yourself. So you're not like some ego guy that's like walking around with you as king. It's like, I am a sold out chill. (laughs) Dude, it's so good. It's so good. That's great. I think this might have been the last one, but can you go forward and see? Yep, I think that's it. That's the end. So those are the cream, was it? Well, those were the creams. There were a lot more. And I know that there's going to be a lot of people that are disappointed because their artwork didn't make it. But... Maybe we can do another episode yeah. with all the rejects. <laughs> rejects. Yeah, I would like to do that as well. The reject. Actually, that would be fun. That'd because be great. I bet we'll find as many good ones because of how <laughs> crappy they are. We'll yeah. be like, that's even better. So better will come our range. Okay, so we've got a podcast range, a Friendly Geordie's official range, and a forgotten range. Dude, great job. Great fucking job. Cheers, gang. On that on that note, while we're still doing shout-outs, just before I forget, I want to shout-out two Instagrams. Two. Count them. One is a young gentleman who goes by a photograph by Locke, whose name is Locke, I would assume. Another young man called Jared Geeson. Geeson. Anyway, look him up on Instagram. They also, this week, because Jordan was just like, can you get rid of your phone that is completely redundant and useless? And I was like, I'll think about it. And uh, I don't know if you've seen this, Ali, but there's an official Mislav filter. You're going to have to give people more backstory. Well, I we know what the filter podcast is. Podcast 101 on our 300th episode. So there's an, they've made an official, I oh, put it that? out there, and they made an official mislove filter. <laughs> so if you don't know, uh, I pointed, I was doing a show with my friend's band, Dress Tech, and they had a laser show, and I was like, cool, man. And I was filming the laser, and I was like, I got a cool idea. And I, like, passed it through the laser, and it just went, and fucked my phone. <laughs> I didn't know. You didn't know that? It's so much better than I thought. Yeah, about two years ago. It was just wear and tear. Yeah, two years ago. No, it wasn't wear and tear. I pointed it as a laser. At a laser. At a rock show. And then I saw it after. I'm like, huh, my phone's just auto-adjusted to a filter. That's strange. And it took me, like, a few days. I'm like, it's, uh, it's not going away there. So, and that was... It's been a long and fruitful relationship, but <laughs> probably time to move on. And now, if I ever get nostalgic or anyone on earth gets nostalgic, just go to, unless one of, unless both of those guys die, then we're screwed. But I think they'll survive. They go to their Instagrams and you can be like me and act like a complete useless fool. <laughs> are like you, are you getting a new phone? It looks like the Eureka stock egg flag that you couldn't identify. How ironic. But it's the futuristic version <laughs> of <laughs> yeah. Meaning you are 
the 21st century equivalent of those gold miners that took their final stand. <laughs> and they're like, no, I refuse to not fuck up my phone at a rock show. <laughs> it really does show how far their rights have taken you, Miss Love. Look at this shit. I don't know if you can see it, but I don't think they can. Yeah, but it's you know what it is. I suppose but I could put it up on the computer, nah, but and if you I'm don't know, put your phone in front of a laser, and you'll have that for <laughs> free. Yeah, for free, exactly. Um, so yeah, like shout out to those guys. If anyone wants to get, and dude, it's actually been quite cathartic because uh, uh, it feels like it's just like I birthed this thing. Now I've given it to the world, or rather someone's done it for me, and now I can move on, you know? Because I've had enough <laughs> the people... The mislove way of giving things. That's right. <laughs> There's just enough... I've had enough people just thinking I'm a fucking moron that's just like, why does he love that filter? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I so, would feel nostalgic if you got a new phone. I thought one of your stories was that you were going to get a new phone. No, I am, I am. But this he week... He was, but it, we just made it redundant because the classic mislove style of me saying, we need your phone so we can film me naked in a bathtub. Really, he had one job over the last Oh, was that what weeks. it was for? I, I, I did explain this numerous times. No, you, well, <laughs> uh, not in explicit enough terms, but... Uh, yeah, but as we discovered the pre-show, you don't remember drinking my piss. No, I don't. I <laughs> so. don't. So that's probably true. But look, I still think it's, it's time, so, you know. No, we can't now. No, come it's on. It's become an iconic I meme. Well, actually, people were saying I should make a shirt for merch that's just <laughs> on the shirt, <laughs> which would be just so niche. Like, just but but you have to admit, if you saw that and you got it, you would just be like, yeah, like it's just so. Dumb. How many Instagram followers do you have? I don't know. Why? A couple of because that would give <laughs> us you know? an understanding of how many people might actually get the joke. No, no, no. Most don't get the joke. <laughs> Even <laughs> on his Instagram. Yeah, they're just like, what the hell is this? I'm just like, I've been through this. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, everyone seems to love it. So that's great. All right. Yeah. I've uh, got some more. And I think that this is a segment that no one's sick of. Dog news. <laughs> What's <laughs> dog news? <laughs> Well, uh, as I've essentially turned Miss Love into, I've skipped the part where he has to go to jail for 12 years and <laughs> somehow cleanse his soul by volunteering at an animal shelter, which I assume is everybody who works in an animal shelter. I always think that they are an ex-con, right? I think most of them are, yeah. And you know from experience now I'm speaking to them. <laughs> but... This week, we had a massive breakthrough on it, which is, hey, you don't have to build a dog shelter from scratch. Did you know this, Ali? They already exist. <laughs> Dude, I got... <laughs> just on a side note. Yes. I got an email just rec just a few days ago at one of these organisations when we were still thinking of building one, and... You guys were when you were talking about you know what they said? million dollar mortgages for this doghouse. I was like, I'm sure that there's you know, few that's already paid their mortgage. <laughs> you, you know, you know what they. Well, you should have piped up earlier. You know what they said. What they, they said. This is when I was still been like, can you just tell us how to do this? And it was like, yeah, great. You're gonna want to start with animal welfare and property legislation. There's a long. Uh, list of textbooks you're going to have to familiarize yourself They're very not wrong. well with before you even consider lodging a fucking, like, 
you know, putting forward the 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 lodge to some sort of government body. It would be like ten years, dude. <laughs> That's amazing. You'd have to. We'd all have to quit our jobs. <laughs> it, it, like, hey, that is your job, Miss Love. <laughs> Yeah, and you are the most qualified. You start somebody it. whose degree is film from TAFE. And and we're going to get him on media. very, very niche. Yeah, he needs to understand property law. He needs to understand animal, <laughs> no, animal rights and, law. And, this, and if anyone and this asks, is just for starters. And if, if anyone, anyone asks built anything us, yet, if this, anyone asks us any question, we're like, no, this is the brains of this, this project. This doesn't, Go, co- miss. this doesn't come down on me. This comes down on your autisticness being like, it will be the easiest thing in the world. We can do it definitely easily. This is you, not me. Just make it happen. Because I saw one YouTube video yeah. like Mr. Birds going, Smithers, you think, mate, don't kill those people? And like Mr. Birds just delegating me, like, make it happen. It's like, but Mr. Birds is going to be a, a many years and a lot of millions. I said do it. Oh, man. I am Steve Jobs at this point. <laughs> Just yeah. delegating impossible, impossible tasks to tasks. people and yeah. taking credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just such a, yeah. Wait, so what's the breakthrough then? The breakthrough? Well, that was a breakthrough enough, first <laughs> off. So you should pat myself on the back for discovering that. Usually, as usual, like a lot longer than it should have taken. But Not my fault as well, but go on. This one isn't. I do take 1% of the blame. No, and no, dude. All right, all right. It's them. One and a half. It's, it's, it's not just you. It's like, can we do this? Yeah. We'll get to our media liaison. We'll get back to me, which will get back to our PR liaison, back to media, and then one out of ten chance you'll get the email. See ya. That's <laughs> the process. Anyway. Someone has to do that part, and that is something that everyone is qualified to do, yeah. which is what most people in our generation that is their job yeah just push just 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 taking information and contacts and just kind of pushing it out into cyberspace and then it coming back and be like here's the ball again <laughs> how much you get paid a year 120k here you go <laughs> playing a really slow not fun handball <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and uh so we, we, we found one. We found one. And I'm proud to announce. Oh, wait. Are you ready to announce? One um, part about it. I'm not going to say one. which one because yeah. we still want that to be somewhat of a surprise. But it is in the Central Coast, Newcastle, Cessnock region of New South Wales that we'll be giving some cold hard cash on, hopefully, at some point in the future. <laughs> The, uh, you said it. <laughs> it's called business. Look it up. Google it. Business ethics. But they were saying that the two big costs that they have is they need to build more kennels all the time, which means they need bricks and dogs, as Homer Simpson once pointed out, need to be fed every day. <laughs> And they, I said, well, why don't you just get expired food from the supermarket? Greener the better. The more rotten the meat is, chuck it at them because they're garbage disposal units. And I stand by that that is what dogs should be eating, right? And that is also terrible PR, but go on. <laughs> but go on. See, now I'm in this world. So now I've become one of these people that's like, that's going to be terrible for optics. It's fucked. It's fucked. <laughs> But I've got a question. Does anyone in that Newcastle region 
want a lot of positive advertising for one if you could get us food that is almost going to expire that dogs would like so yeah, the basics: celery, apple, chicken. Because we Kiev's. all know they're vegan animals, yeah, huh? Chicken Kievs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Inghams. How about that, guys? <laughs> they need to be flavoured, as we all know. <laughs> Street dogs need to have the top of the line. They can't have expired meat. No, it has to be preserved chicken nuggets. That's all we're going to get. It's Newcastle. Hey, if you want to feed them some decent meat, like I feed my dog a raw meat diet, and there's this company called Raw and Fresh. That sends me like this package which has like uh, chicken liver, chicken mince, and chicken bones, and some vegetables, which is like the perfect proportion for like a healthy dog. And it costs me about maybe three dollars per pack. Shit, which is gonna last my like so my dog will eat one pack a day of those. That's not a bad option. <sighs> They are street dogs, Ali, and $3 does add up when you have to yeah. feed a 1,000 dogs. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's still not a bad idea. It's still not a bad idea. I mean, if they were willing to give us a 1,000 portions for free daily, that'd be great. But I'm just saying, if no, anybody out there... It's a good suggestion go on, for go people who they have also do dogs. Bulk packs. Just because, huh? They also do bulk packs, which is minus the vegetables. It's just the meat stuff. Yeah. And you get like this massive bag that uh, will be cheaper, I'm guessing. Well, look, that's Anyways, good often, but we don't have to do that. We no, can no. feed them expired no, dude, shit. I'll, 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 at this point, it's all ideas. Dude, get in touch with me. Go on, yeah. <laughs> Email me. <laughs> we'll talk. Uh, yeah, so two things. Has anyone out there got any link to a supermarket where they could give us a bunch of best before food? Because I would... Th- Really like to get that as one of the things to just ease the pressure off those guys. And the second one, which Miss Love says is an impossibility, but I believe in miracles. <laughs> I didn't say impossible. Would any brick factories? <laughs> <laughs> what year is that is where they made? I don't know. <laughs> so removed from reality, dude. They're not baking mud in the sun anymore in square blocks, right? Is that how bricks are made? I, Kind of. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anyone that just has huge amounts of surplus bricks, especially if they have (laughs) lead in them? That'd be great because as my dog once got lead poisoning from licking them a lot. So I think that'd be great to just, you know, so we've got more kennels freed up by that as well. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) But if anyone has either of those things and they live in the Newcastle region, I can guarantee you this. I will get you more coverage than whatever those things are worth. Look, it's worth a shot. It's worth a shot. I think you might, you might, you might find a few people that might just like they, they might just donate some. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not, it's worth a shot. I just don't see like, rat, you know, fucking Nick Scarly doing it. But you could probably find some shit kicker sort of small town. I don't think Nick Scarly, uh, a purveyor of fine well, Italian imported furniture, will be providing dog <laughs> yeah, food. Yeah, okay, uh, but you know what I mean, like. Tom Scully's Brick Co. LTD Newcastle. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's always got the LTD. <laughs> yeah. But now back to the uh, actual pod after we've spent half of it advertising. Dude, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. We're going to do a, a Twitch it's ad. It's Twitch. Fuck it. Come on. Let's go to a Twitch ad. <laughs> I don't know how we do. I think we've been demonetized. Speaking of demonetized, God, I'm so happy I don't work for 2SM. What is happening with Prawny? Wasn't he reinstated? 
No, well, not that the loss that I heard was he that he was he was fired. And do you know why he was fired? Labor shield. No, well, actually, <laughs> that's so. the that yeah. that might be the reason. Actually, because yeah, the other sure. reason. Do you know what what is the act like the supposed cause for him to get cancelled? I listened to it, and I've got to say, I wouldn't be putting that on my demo tape for my next job, which was what is <laughs> it was a Simpson sketch. It was some producer had handed him a piece of paper where it was a quiz. It's a daily quiz yeah. of the news. We do similar shit, which is why, like, I swear, I could be guilty of this. I I recognize that it's insensitive and everything, but. Does a motherfucker need to lose a job over this shit? <laughs> yes, if you are not pushing out the message that the radio station wants you to push out and you need an easy excuse to fire them. I think that's it. I think that's the real reason. It's like, not the... He did the Howard Stern. Like, how big is your car? Okay, let me... No, a Howard Stern move. He, he didn't that even one. do that, me. So, apparently there's some uh, case, and I'm as respectfully as Paul... I don't know. Who can cancel us? But... I suppose. But anyway, so there was this news story where this little um, child was kidnapped and uh, eventually they found her body. It's a really distressing Shit. case and everything. But this this is what Prawny does, right? He does like, he has this segment on his show where he's got, um, where he asks like audience these answers. Like it's the same thing as like Kiss FM or whatever. Yeah. If you can answer this, you get something. I don't know, like merch or uh, money or something. CD. Something <laughs> like that. So one of the questions on... Worth it. One of the questions on this quiz was, <laughs> what suburb was the girl kidnapped from? Yeah. No, that's it. That was the question. And th that was oh. insensitive and he's fired for it. But Jesus. Having said that, and I love Prawny to bits, the segment went on, I'm not even going to say a little too long. You, he was obviously, he wasn't even thinking about it. He was just saying it. And then he just goes, what suburb did this girl tragically get kidnapped in? And then the first person comes up and goes, eh, Crinella? No, it's not Crinella. All right, let's just go back to the board. What suburb was this girl right. who it has been found dead? It's very sad. Uh, what suburb was she found in? <laughs> just kept going for like five oh, minutes. Oh, that's not ideal. And then two SM or whatever the fuck it is. It's not ideal. Yeah. But this is my retort. Isn't it AM? Yeah. Yeah. He right. doesn't have a dump button like Kyle Sanderlands. <laughs> He's on live on air for three hours a day. What do you people want? You think that everything that yeah. you ever say is going to be unfilled? Could you imagine how quickly we would be fired if we oh. were on FM radio? I mean, when we like were, that. when me and Jordan had a short stint as a number one drive home team <laughs> of the upper mountains, we fucking invited in a, a regular segment was ordering a pizza and then getting the pizza man to review the pizza he delivered on air. We'd last. I don't know how we did last as long as we did. <laughs> I don't know either. Wait, so you, you would get him to you eat know it? what the closest we ever got to firing? How good is this? Oh, yeah. It's just... <laughs> no, he gets so good. This is exactly... This is amazing. I had just gotten into medieval history and was recalling it on FM radio. And you should have seen the amount of hatred we got. Oh, was that? Yeah. I thought it was the thing where we pretended to be at the uh, Melbourne Cup and the boss called and was like... You're, a, you're not actually at the Melbourne Cap, are you? are like, no, we're in the studio. It was a joke. He's like, right, yeah, right, okay. All right, share, share. I'm sorry. <laughs> wasn't, uh, I thought it was that. 
How did we have that job? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? What, what's the medieval? What? So people just like, don't talk about Age of Empires. Well, that was it. Yeah. The yeah, they, they rang up as a learning things. Oh, that's oh, and then we had to have like a we, we had to have like a group meeting, being like explaining why it's like teaching your audience, even marginal marginally educating them, even if it's entertaining, is not ever allowed. <laughs> that was <laughs> remember yeah. Tim. Tim was just like, <laughs> boys, serious just, discussion. Yeah, we're a meeting. Like, boy, it, it's just not going to work. And then we were just like trying to like really and like trying to like intellectualize why it's not that big a deal. And it's like, oh, I just don't know how, you're not, you know, like, I'm trying to understand the situation here. Educating people, you think it's good? Yes. <laughs> I just can't understand the situation. <laughs> so it really shows behind the scenes what they think of their audience. And in fairness, they are right about it as well. But how's the double standards though? Like you mentioned Kyle. From the Kylan Jackie O show, mm. famous one. He, that if he did that, nothing, nothing. Which is why I don't think it was about the the thing itself. So at like, all. What, what's with that? Is it because it's AMFM? Like, I know it's kind of different audiences, but no, it's like, come on, like it's because Kyle Sandilands is King Kyle. He is untouchable, <laughs> and so what about King Prawn? He, and he also supports. He's obviously not untouchable. He also supports the Liberal Party, Kyle. In fact, just today, that was also one of our segments where um, uh, Kyle and Jackie O had like this little beef where they were discussing Scott Morrison and Jackie O was like, I don't know how we can trust Scott Morrison after Gladys's text messages. And uh, Kyle was like, Are you just believe anything ABC says. Like there's... Uh, to the, he was supporting Scott Morrison, essentially. No, I obviously heard that part because I'm an avid fan. <laughs> I haven't heard that live. That's how much of a fan <laughs> I am. You did, yeah. But I've got to say, yeah, this was incredible. Kyle Sanderlands did, in that segment, unintentionally break down the propaganda model <laughs> perfectly in Boganese, <laughs> was a really dumbed-down, non-academic Chomsky thing, but he was saying, this is what these dumbass journalists do. They think, oh, yeah, we got this little gotcha moment, but it's about nothing anyway. Who cares? But they make that the news and make everybody think about that when it doesn't matter to begin with, and they all don't bother to fact-check. They all just regurgitate what everybody else says. I'm sick of it. Yeah. This is madness. And it stormed out, and I was like, holy hell. He yeah. just told millions of people how the game works and it was all because one of his friends got dissed. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty amazing. Pretty cool, right? But yeah. the net result of that is he's convincing folks to vote for Scott Morrison. Is that the net or do you think that his audience don't vote? Nah, probably do vote for Scott Morrison. They probably do vote for <laughs> most of them. I just don't know if Kyle Sanderlands supports a party or if he just thinks, yeah, yeah, that person came in and they were nice to me. They didn't chastise me for wanting to legalise weed. Yeah, I think it might be the latter. Because they, 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 they let Labour people on and stuff. I think they just think, he's nice. Yeah. yeah. Which That's is, FM's... Which isn't the worst thing in the world. Which really That's scares me. Because if Kyle is for Scott Morrison like that, I think the... The average Joe also might be for Scott Morris. No, no he's for Gladys Berejiklian. Well, wasn't he criticizing Gladys Berejiklian? He's criticizing the journalist for putting this shit on his mate. 
which is exactly it's just look you, you're over politicizing this point he does exactly the same for john ibram mm. right? Ibrahim, yeah yeah he's always just going like oh, i mean you know so what like everybody's got some black sheep in the family he's the white one you yeah, know like yeah. just because he owns all the nightclubs in king's cross doesn't mean that he got them illegitimately <laughs> But what about the double standard? I think standard? it does mean that. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I think it does mean that. So is it fair? What about the double standard? Is it why did he no, get but like, fired? But Kyle wouldn't because Kyle Sandilands is a ratings machine. Shows he. You know what he is, but this is the whole point, right? Okay, I honestly think that FM radio doesn't care which politician you support. They're just not in that game. The only reason that they're pro-liberal is because of the residue of the rest of the propaganda from AM and they're in that world, but they're not interested in it at all. Wait, so you're saying like if for 15 years Labour was winning, their channel would be based around supporting the Labour Party? It's just whoever's Gosh. the biggest name they can get, they put on. Because I remember when the Labour Party was in and Simon Crean used to go on the Kyle and Jackie O show and they made him cool. <laughs> and... <laughs> Every time he left, they always go, I love Green, he's such a nice guy. It just, it's just because he was in power. Right. So they don't have the same agenda that AM radio does. Think about this. Marcus Paul was on a radio station that is immediately followed by John Laws. I mean, I'm surprised he wasn't fired like three weeks after your interview with him. Me too. I'm very surprised. I was like, what the no, hell? No, but because apparently... Look, this is... Uh, uh, your petition to reinstate petition. Marcus Paul. Your whose petition? Friendly Geordie's Jordan. Did you know you had this? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Um, has got eleven thousand seven hundred and fifty nine people that have already signed it. It's more than I thought. Yeah, which is it was eleven thousand six hundred. I'll consider signing. Which is pretty crazy. But anyways, uh, you, that you is can, pretty You good. can shed some light on this. So, one of the obvious answers to this could be that this happens everywhere someone gets bad ratings they don't have the heart to fire them any little thing happens they're like that shit this was too much and they fire you but prawnies facebook is riddled with how he's increased his viewership and how he's gotten all these new people that never were interested in radio and now are listening to it i'd imagine if it was someone like that then you'd want to keep him. but maybe that's not true because they no. fired him no they're not I'm always trying to put this out in my stand-up show. There is some media that lives or dies by ratings, but that is entertainment media. AM radio, entertainment is a very distant second. It's the same... Look, if you wanted a ratings machine, you would have kept Alan Jones exactly where he is. But the politics of the station changed when it was bought out by Nine. They didn't want his side of the Liberal Party getting propped up anymore, and so they got rid of him and then replaced him with the puppet that is Ben, right? <coughs> it's exactly the same with 2SM. 2SM does not want a breakfast radio host that is informing people about water corruption. doesn't want a host that will sit there and say that what John Barillaro is doing is essentially shutting down free speech in this country, right? They don't want somebody saying those things to the average person, but they can't fire him for that. So you look for an excuse to do it. Did he have That's what's effect? happening there. Did he have an effect? Absolutely he did. Really? If you have someone 
on breakfast radio in Sydney, even if they're switching through the dials, and as they're saying, he's attracting a larger audience than 2SM has had since Shit, the 70s. That's amazing. I didn't know that. Yeah, because he's offering a voice that is has been completely shut out of radio since Labor sold its radio Dude, stations. He's our progressive Rush Limbaugh. That's who he is. I was going to say Gandhi, but okay. Yeah, yeah. I think you're underselling him here. Yeah. He's our Gandhi. Gandhi. He looks like Gandhi too. Let's be real. But I, I, I really but feel I for actually, the guy, this man. Is the thing. I, I also think because talking to Marcus, Marcus grew up in the radio world, and so I think he does think that his job is to attract ratings. He doesn't know that that's not actually his job. And I think he became a victim of it as a result. Well, maybe he's he's he'll learn now. But can he get what what options does he have? Twitch? Like, what's he gonna do? Yeah, I don't. Because I, I really want him to succeed in life. Maybe he. Could. I think he should just replace me on this pod. <laughs> nah, no one he would know. Me, he replaced me. <laughs> <laughs> he said he would. Remember, I was like, I'll step in. Yeah, he'd he'd love this gig. He needs to be. Now. He needs to get on social media asap and then figure out what happens. Yeah, after. Chuck and Alan Jones. Yeah. yeah, independent, independent vibes. You mean, or just go on Twitch? Yeah, why not? And sit there and be like, oh, oh, the comments are on the screen there. <laughs> Hang on, let me just get on my glasses. No, that's too rude. I won't be saying that. Let me just ask my hot wife how this works. Okay, maybe this is a blessing for him. Maybe he's been like freed of the chains that he was constantly <laughs> under. Mm, he's free from the chains. No, but now like, he's got nothing to be tied to. Yeah, and the guy probably has like a mortgage and a family and all that brutal. stuff. It's Maybe he comes from like a rich family, but I really do feel bad for the guy. Like I, yeah, me too. I, it's brutal. Like I, can you do something for him? <laughs> hey, I did a petition. One oh yeah, yeah, that's true. You did do a petition. <laughs> Maybe you could go. On no, the- I'll tell you this though, Marcus. A little shout out. If the radio world doesn't pan out for you, and I think that we all know that that's the end for you. Maybe I'm wrong. Dude, he sorry. Could, <laughs> he could get on a commercial station, FM. Why not? Uh, might be the fact that he's older than Kyle Sandlands and Kyle shouldn't be on FM radio. <laughs> really? Given the shake of, of the demographics, they probably should. I'm still thinking of radio of those, in the 90s. He's yeah. one of those people that could be like 51 or 31, you know? Or, yeah. Or 21. No. No? That's not 31's pushing it quite a lot. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but... Yeah, if, if if push comes to shove, Marcus, just want you to know this, mate. You start up a Twitch, we'll give you the advertising you need to get yourself back on the feed. And I think that you probably have a bigger impact because you already have, clearly, a rabid fan base that loves you. You should see when I say in my stand-up show, just a little shout-out to Marcus Paul, every time <laughs> yeah, they throughout the country it gets cheers. Places where you're not broadcast, Marcus. Mm. So... You're probably thinking too small. You just want to nail a, twi- a tiny sliver of an already saturated market in Sydney. Your market's the world, baby. At no, least respect. Australia. Respect. Grow up from a prawn and become a king prawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tiger prawn. It's time. It's time. I'm, I, you're right. It's a good call. Well, that's not straight to the world. I think he has an audience in Australia. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, yeah. what we're saying... And Christmas Island. I'm pretty what sure people saying? in Iceland are like, oh my God, Prony is going to come up with a new one. What we're saying is go uh, to the States and start an, uh, your own late night talk no, show. No, I just think you should just, just get Be on the social next media. Felon. Just go, just get a ticket to LA. Just do it. And hire the same producer. 
<laughs> Who gave you that quiz? Hire him. I would watch the shit out of that. All right, Matt Damon, what's your latest film? Uh, Elysium 2, eh? Well, the first one wasn't bad. I'd, I'd watch the shit out His of that. His first episode. We've got Alec Baldwin on. <laughs> oh, Alec cancelled the first time. <laughs> well, I think this Alec has been a shot of an interview. <laughs> cancelled. Yeah. I've always been saying we need to Second Amendment too in this country. What's your opinion on that? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Cancel that. So, what's it like to kill someone? (laughs) (laughs) We've all been there. I mean, I've killed a dog. It's not that different. And my career. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, we love you, Prune. We do. It's a comedy podcast, eh? But you have to admit, that would be really funny. It would. Fuck. He would be the only one that could hold a candle to Conan, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, you're right. Your talents are wasted. That's yeah. what I'm saying. This, If anything, I, I think Ali's uh, obviously conciliatory words are correct. Mm. You, you were limiting yourself there, mate. Yeah, yeah. for sure. This, this is a blessing in disguise. Yeah. There's, there's, there's and even if it's job. not, at least look at it that way. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, there's, look, the internet's a thing now. Dude, I think about it. Like, imagine if we were Hello. in... If we were doing what prawn does for a living and doing radio, how that would not be a good life. You'd be so constricted all the time. You, you, I wouldn't say it would be have a good stress. life. Dude, I gotta say though, I do miss the days of move, but that yeah, was, was because fun. it didn't matter if we were It fired. didn't matter, but imagine yeah. like imagine this situation. <laughs> we tried to get fired. What are you talking about? <laughs> we tried we, we 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 were sponsored by LJ Hooker and we actively promoted Richardson and Wrench. Yeah, but also... <laughs> As a joke, and that was fine, but educating the audience was not. And paying out Maccas, which you was should, a sponsor. You should never <laughs> forget... sucks. Maccas sucks ass. Who likes Maccas? You should never forget that you guys were paid $200, so $100 each per week. Mm. Yeah. When week. you're getting paid, I don't know how much Marcus is getting paid, but I'm guessing it'll be more. like 70, 80,000 minimum a year, probably, probably above 100,000. His wife is used to that lifestyle, you know? It's one thing to get fired from Move after getting paid $100. Hey, maybe it's, you know, two worlds can converge here, Mark. Email you should move. be. then. You, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I loved it. Don't try for the AM equivalent. Just, As Miss Love said, it, you, you look like you're 21. There's a punching bag <laughs> in the shed out the back. There's a woman called Barb. Was that her name? Barb. Yep. That just make sure honest. that you clean out the coffee stains at the bottom of mugs and make, you'll be fine. Make sure if you're using the sugar, do not use a wet spoon. That's the only words of warning I'm going to give you. You've screwed up the entire bag if you do that, and that has blown out Move FM's budget, which is a letter that she actually sent us very passively, aggressively once. <laughs> Isn't that uh, amazing? There's, there's there's stickers on the, there's there's cut out from magazines on the wall from all the classics of our of our musical history. Jet, the Veronicas, Anthony Kalia, the Young P- Divas, Pussycat Dolls, <laughs> the Young Divas of America. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, you'll be fine. But it's shout out, Move <laughs> FM, shout out. I wish we were back at Move FM. It was fun. All right, look, uh, let's move on. We wish <laughs> the best. Not a great to way to end that segment. I hate of the like, guy. Yeah, just come on the internet. It's straight. <sighs> you know what the peak of our life was? 
being on radio in Lithgow. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that replaced us too, that guy sucks. Like, I perpetually sound overconfident with a very blocked nose and I'm in my 50s. Why are you here? <laughs> How can one man... Uh, Taylor Swift should never come exactly. out of your Exactly. McChicken burger. Fuck <laughs> you. I hate you. I hate you. If you're listening, I hate you. Not you, Marcus. <laughs> The man who replaced us <laughs> in the Upper Blue Mountains. You suck, dude. I'm sorry. Sound more genuine in your in your in your uh, broadcasting, please. Was he the guy that came up to you when you? This was amazing. They were selling it as the greatest technological accomplishment in Move FM's history, which was they were going to do a live outdoor broadcast in front of prayer. I did. Jewels. I did that. I was there. Yeah, that was you. next to the donut shop. He did all the meet the people moments. That yeah. when they made us go outside of a coal <laughs> yeah, mine. Yeah, I fucked that up. That was a, it was a coal mine and I went live from the coal mine and I did all these interviews and the fucking the broadcast fucked up. So I just didn't, none of it was usable. <laughs> ah. Taking him down from the inside, eh? <laughs> Should have known who I work for. <laughs> uh, yeah, but when you were at Prouds, wasn't there some old guy that came up there and was just like, watch it, learn, mate. I've done six, <laughs> no, seven of these outdoor broadcasts, specifically outside of Prouds, over my illustrious 50-year career. <laughs> was that uh, that guy? <laughs> no, nah, dude, it was just, oh, I can't remember. It was definitely me and Tim. I can't remember Timbo. who else. I can't remember who else was there, but no, it wasn't. It wasn't. I don't think it was. I never met this man. He. he I think they just carted him out from somewhere. I love the guy from Perth who was like, "Okay, guys, I'm just basically here to make sure that you." Uh, Were you talking about Tim? No, no, no. There was another guy from. There Perth. was another old man from Perth was that was great. giving us advice on how to connect with the youth. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what did he even tell us? What the fuck did he say? I just remember him being like, "You, you still owe me a beer," and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, come round to the Blue Fox, I'll get you one." And he was just like, <laughs> "I liked him." And what, what that was weird? His... After we got fired, he still used to ring you up and go, "Hello, Jim, where's my beer?" <laughs> but what was his? What did he honestly do for us? He would come up to us and then he'd say, yeah, yeah, that was a great show. <laughs> I think he had fake teeth. He used to suck them in and go like, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I, uh, I thought that was a great show. Do you have any actual <laughs> feedback from the show? Where's that be? In other words, <laughs> he never listened to the show and he was getting paid as a consultant. <laughs> Boomers have a way too easy. I think the most <laughs> advice I think the most advice he ever gave us was we were, he was just like Shoa. Uh, like feigning that he's planning shit, but not like Shoa, uh, you're gonna be doing is just just reading the news or anything else. We're like, oh we we do skits. We we like skits like yeah, skits are good. Skits I, I do like skits, you know. You gotta keep it in the keep him you know, what kind of skits I would say and he's like, Yeah, that's all right. Dude. Do you, how long? Four minutes? Ah, oh, sometimes five. Hmm. Yeah, maybe try for four. All right, see you next week, mate. <laughs> the most. <laughs> Again, I can't stress this enough. His job is to consult specifically for youth-oriented radio. <laughs> and, and when, King though he was a king. I'm not he saying he's not. I loved him. Yeah, he was loved wonderful. this man. I'm not conflating him with the 
Some new <laughs> new guy replaces like I've got a very blocked nose. That's why I have a career in the country. Not that guy. I never met him. Fuck that guy. Ch- I think his name is Charlie. Whatever. Charlie. That guy ruled. Justin Charlie was. Love worth him. his weight in gold despite not providing anything. <laughs> oh, yeah, he didn't do anything about that. I don't give a shit. He was a great guy. Yeah. Good <laughs> attitude. Be- best attitude from anyone. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what radio's all about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but it was one time where, because we were doing breakfast and then they wanted to move us to drive and take. It was incredible, actually. They took Hamish and Andy, the most successful duo on radio in FM history, easily. They took them off to give us the shot at drive. Piece of cake. And they were saying, yeah, yeah, but how do you feel about that moving to drive? You don't have to get up so early. <laughs> yeah, never heard that one, Charlie. Yeah, uh, and I was secretly crying out of happiness because of that, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> Just crying inside. <laughs> Remember it like it was yesterday. Do you remember this? We were in that meeting. You said, you, you, you chuffed about that, boys? And we said, oh, I don't know. It's, it's pretty big shoes to fill Hamish and Andy and all. And he said, who's Hamish and Andy? (laughs) (laughs) And I said, said, you know, Hamish and Andy, the guys were supposed to replace. And then he obviously pretended like he knew who they were by going, oh, Hamish and Andy. Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, big shoes you feel. Why not? He tried tried to cover his tracks to us who had no power whatsoever. (laughs) Trying to fire him. <laughs> and that's how you get it like it. That it's just it's truly an industry of bullshit, isn't he it? He got this man got the job because I think he was gambling buddies with the owner who lived in Dubai. I think so. Notice <laughs> how everyone had a job there. It's about nepotism. Yeah. It was just Bob holding on for dear life, being like, yeah, that sugar bowl's going to finish me one day. I've got to make sure, I've got to rewrite that it says, don't put a wet spoon in there or I'm done for. I don't know them that well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How have you had a job at specifically this radio station for 50 years? <laughs> <laughs> we had a joke that she was a ghost, though she wasn't real. Yeah, I remember that. that. You, remember, you came in a few times. Well, like, sometimes she would act like a ghost. I would come in late at night and walk into the studio and it would be like pitch black. But she'd be sitting there for some reason. Just yeah. <laughs> we had a joke. That it's like, she's like, if she's not there, the, the, the universe collapses into a black hole. Like it's this time continu- continuum where she, if she's not there, the mirage of the building kind of disappears. <laughs> so she's holding the foundations of the whole building together. <laughs> just sitting there. If she doesn't say her ancient uh, June Arakan language. Of, so yeah, so yeah, so yeah, so yeah, so yeah. Then like the place just goes... <laughs> And disappears. Yes, that's right. And then added to it saying that that's a cover that she's been working there for 50 years. She's been there since the time of dinosaurs. (laughs) And then the sugar Uh, the sugar ended the dinosaurs with the wet spoon, so that's why she was very adamant. (laughs) Since prehistoric times, it's not happening again. God, that was a strange, strange portion of my life. In fact, same that was here, the weirdest. It's and definitely the weirdest. I used for me. to my entire friend group used to be fifty Koreans, and that was less strange. Than <laughs> yeah. It was definitely the weirdest time in my life, and I've done some weird. It was shit. fun. I I missed those drives actually. Yeah, yeah it was nice. Great. Up, great town and it great was, drives. It was weirdly fun. I would look forward to it. Yeah. Me too. And honestly, I would give it all up again if I got some. Pissant job in a regional radio station. It kind of cleanses you. 
It's yeah. very, it's kind of, there is something about the internet that is kind of draining where it's just like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're a legend, you're a cunt, fuck you. It's just a weird thing. It's like, what? But up there, it's just like, you know, it's, it's just. No the, one's a legend, no one's a cunt, everyone's mm. just plain simple and talk to them like it. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the time, the land that time forgot, like the biggest conundrum is like, a shepherd's pie or a normal pie? And it's like, yes, that is a conundrum, but it's an easier conundrum, you know? Yeah. And remember how people used to ring up our radio station? We'd always say like, hey, yeah, yeah, if you've ever had this uh, experience before, if you've ever uh, read The Hungry Hungry Caterpillar, call in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we didn't get Let many. us know. And then the only people that would ever call, and we put this to air as well, was old people that thought that they had rung the AM station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was only old. And they, yes, yes. We prank called people a lot in the station. That was good. Yeah, that was great. Do you remember? You used to pretend to be, this was incredible. It's yours. I need to go to the toilet. Oh, I'm not going to be able to do it. I pretended to be, what was his name? Ray Hadley. Yeah. I just. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, we used to prank call people. I'd just be like, Shoei, what are you calling about here? And essentially, you know, go down the line of like, mate, you're an absolute joke. Like, what? So you're saying. You're getting by. You're not getting by with one job, mate. I look. The Australian dream isn't free, right? I at one point I had nearly three jobs, right? At one time, <laughs> you're you're unbelievable. I'm, I'm, I've never hung up on a caller, but you're the first. Shainara, <laughs> that was sick. He was amazing at that. That was his hidden talent, <laughs> impersonating fun. Ray Hadley on the fly. That was good. But and that was really weird as well. It actually really showed the differences in our style because you could do it live yeah and as soon as i was like read this script that i prepared of ray hadley you couldn't do it and i'll be like i'll, I'll step over yes so i could do all the prepared skits and you could just that's right off the whim that's it right. was amazing but <laughs> you are missing out on the main point here which is i don't know how he heard about this that is incredible in itself ray hadley rang up our station once. Oh, the only person to ever deliberately <laughs> ring up Move <laughs> FM. I forgot about that. <laughs> to say, what's all this business of you impersonating me? You don't cut this out now. We're going to take this indication off your AM station. Yeah. And that was the end. After all of us That's getting right. all of it. You know what it was, actually? You know what it was? What? This is incredible. Unbelievable. The reason that we were getting scouted for a brief, brief millisecond by Oz Stereo up there is because of That's those Ray right. Hadley impersonations. They used to send them over to the people at Oz Stereo and they'd be pissing themselves laughing. So it That's must have gone right. through that back entrance. And then he's he's got wind of it and he's like, not on, that's not me. Yes, Fuck. yes. That's bizarre. I've spent my life fighting the clams. <laughs> and, and now I've been, like been turned into one. George, do you remember this? During the same time, Miss Lover had the serious fight with Zambrero Corporation. <laughs> do you, no? Do you what happened? What happened? You know what yes, it's so... That is one of the most ridiculous things that have ever happened where he'll explain it, but this is... So Miss Love, yes. obviously massive fan of Mexican food, is super excited by the fact that Zamborero has Open opened up in, in Lithgow. Lithgow. First Mexican ever in and Lithgow's he, history. And he goes there like <laughs> morning, day. lunch, dinner, yeah, right? That's right, that's right. But then he's getting really pissed off by something. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you. That's so, thank you for remembering that. That's amazing. So this is what happened. I fucking was going to Zamborero literally three times a day because I was just like, no more red rooster. I can be free, you know. And this <laughs> is what happens in Zambrero. To 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 sort of 
um, get around the issue of cop- the copyright law with music rights, they have some man or woman or whoever, artist, in some dungeon, I assume, doing mashups because I think it avoids... No, if you go into Zambrero now, I mean, they might have changed, but back in the day, it was just exclusively the worst mashups ever heard on earth. Like, the worst. Atonal, like, two different pitches. Two two kinds of music, like, they'd get Sting and Pantera, or, like, you know... Pantera. Or, yeah, or Beyonce and, like, I don't know, like... I don't know, what's something ridiculous? Like, Beyonce and Metallica. Or I just, think just terrible. only you were extremely triggered by it, I but what so follows <laughs> as a result of this yeah, is so, hilarious. So, 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 <laughs> so, essentially, I, from enough times of standing in line and just being like, this is... This is just. Ter- it started off with being like, "Why are they? This mashup is bad." And then to like, this, this, this is all they have. They just keep doing it. This is the worst. And then just being like, "This is the worst music I've ever heard in my life. I can't." And then I sent a, <laughs> I sent a like, <laughs> expose, like a memoir to to Zambreros on their Facebook page. Like, I, it was a well-written piece of literature. It was long. That came in later. I know this part is going on too long and we have a segment as well, Sorry. but it started off with you first casually asking the staff, hey, guys, uh, love, love the food, by the way. Massive fan. They know you come there every day three times. Which I'm not, by And the then way, you're like, ah, do something about the music. To which they're like, Oh yeah, you're right, and then never end up doing it. Right, and then I, and then you and then get I, really pissed then off. I wrote my letter, so I wrote this small expose uh, to Zambrero, just like it was like a hundred words, and then like it started this internet war because it was on their wall, and they did some bullshit response, being like, "We think our music it was like this is a absolute cop out." It is the worst shit I've ever heard. And then there was people <laughs> chiming in from all around the country. Some people were on my side. Some people were on their side. And it was just like a hundred comments. And it was like my job. I was just like, clock in. <laughs> all right. Who's commented now? Yeah, that was... Thanks for reminding me about that. Dude, it's so good because... I've never met a man who is more impervious <laughs> to internet criticism. It's amazing. Any negative comment Miss Love has, he takes it in pure stride. Mm. But that mashup sent you over the line. <laughs> And you started a national movement. National movement. And I I can't remember if I won it or not. Before we move on, can I mention one more thing about the radio show? Do you remember one time we put out calls live? Keep in mind, a commercial station drive home. You can't get more mainstream than that. We we opened it up to the the phone lines about, about this. We opened this up. We said... And we talked about it in detail. We said, 9-11 was an inside job. It's a fact. Anyone want to talk about it, call in. Try to convince us it's not an inside job. And we got in so much trouble. We got in so much trouble. Like, the producers were just like, you what? And people were calling up just being like, this is unbelievable. This is a disgrace. And we were just like, beep. Like, boring caller. All right, come on. Like, it was yeah, yelling at them. You just don't want to open your eyes to the truth, next caller. Oh, see, another one that believes the story, of course. <laughs> Dude, we had some of the most cherished memories. Because, it's, it's, again, it's what makes com- this like comedy, real comedy, so good. It's like just things that shouldn't be. We shouldn't have been there. We were just abusing every element. And everyone around us was just buttoned down normies being like, you, you what? You, you what? Oh, okay. Uh, 
look, uh, we're going to have to. And there was times, remember times when we accidentally just shut the station off? It just went. <laughs> and it just died. And then someone had to, Tim basically had to come in and be like, oh God, and pour beer yeah, on the thing. Here's the other thing, dude. Here's the other thing. Sometimes it'd go for like eight hours. There'd just be nothing going there ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just remember Just got into the station and bothered to tune into Move do, do, do you remember we used to make mashups actively paying out the station? Like hit, play Justin Bieber, like the song. After hit, play the same song. After hit, play it again and be like, dude, I need to find, they're on something, they're on Spotify. Yeah, they're on our podcast. You could troll through them. They're it's on our, they're on our, not on Spotify, Podbean. Podbean. Twitches. Yeah, can but you, it'll also be on maybe can, Spotify. Can some and of you nerds also on say Twitch, as well. That was that. the tame stuff. Can some of you nerds on Twitch, please, please trawl through our Podbean and try to find, because they're there. And we should put that on YouTube. Just yeah, so. just on this main channel. It's the, they it's, were it's gold. It so, was so good. Like they're, they're, It was the stuff, you know when you're laughing so hard that your ribs hurt and you can't breathe and you've got that thing where you're like in that mixed emotion of like, it's so satisfying, but I, I might die. I, I can't breathe. I, can't, <laughs> I need to breathe in. I need to breathe in. I'm, I'm going to die. <laughs> that was gold now that I think about it. That was the key to and good you, radio. <laughs> This was the ga- this was the aim. Now that I think back at it, I don't know if we were consciously thinking this, but someone we were that, trying please. to get fired. Yeah, which is the funniest Every- thing ever, it, isn't it? Isn't it? Because that's where creativity shines. Where you just don't give a fuck. Like it was in high school. We were making. I remember me and uh, Gabe made a video. We had to do a thing for film for film. Made a short film and we decided halfway through this film sucks. So then we just said, let's just try to make it as dumb as shit as possible. And it was. Oh, fine art. Unfortunately, it hasn't survived the annals of time, but it was gold. Just ins- It was a serious fight scene. And just before the punches land, just, <laughs> just insert like, ah, boing, like this terrible <laughs> sound, this classic shit. And that's what we did. And, Oh, it was, it was, it was, I mean, you know, you did a yeah, few, yeah, you did yeah. a few uh, broadcasts f- yourself. I did a few of those, but obviously you guys had a full-time gig and I had a very casual gig over there. So I didn't experience yeah, a lot it, of it that. Was, it, yeah, I would just come in and I would get these new instructions where I'd come in and sit in the studio and then one Jordan or Miss Lai would be like, Hey Ali, make sure you don't press this button. <laughs> I was like, wait, this button? And I press it and he's like, no, this shuts down the entire thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We made that mistake one too many times. And then Tim smashed up the computers once for some reason. He's like, I had a problem with the technology. Just destroyed the studio. That's right. Remember? And then we had to go to the, for a long time move, way too long for it to be acceptable as a commercial operation. We had to go into the emergency broadcast <laughs> studio like that's world, designed for the when war? the world is ending. You know, it's, it's for when there's like a huge blizzard that shuts down everything else. Yeah. And that was Tim Proof. Right. You remember that? Wait, what do you mean Tim Proof? There was that World War II studio oh, in door. between the two. <laughs> yeah, we had to like broadcast <laughs> out of that because he smashed the computers yeah, we in We had there. to go in there and just be like, that was a close one. And that was a song by Pink from 2002. You're listening to Move FM. <laughs> <Isn't that> amazing. <laughs> the natural disaster was our boss. Damn. It was, uh, it, it actually trips me out. Anyway, I'll, so, I'll stop. There's just like so final, many characters. Final PSA, if you love me out there in Twitch world, and I know there's a lot of people that watch this and that are on, in, in, on the net that don't have a job and don't have a life, find those skits. They're, they're whole episodes. They're deep. But if you find them, send them to me, please. All right, look, we're almost out of time, but we want to do one more segment, which is, so uh, I don't know if you follow this story, Jordan, but Greens... 
the party, our have, favorite, our favorite, has said they're already they're um, predicting that there might be a situation where Labour wins, but there's a hung parliament, and they would need green support to form a uh, form a government. <laughs> And they're setting terms of those negotiations already. Now, I know what you think, and I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, you're already fucking with them. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. It hasn't <laughs> even happened. But you, but then I did some more research, and I found that it might not be such a bad thing. So um, they're saying that the one demand that they have, clearly, which is a non-starter, if you don't do it, is, and they're already laying it out, that... We will not support any new coal or gas power plants in Australia. We're not saying that the ones that are already existing need to close down, but no more new power plants, which is in somewhat contradiction to Labor's policy because they have now supporting gas power plants in the Hunter Valley, but they're saying they're going to run it out of like hydrogen or whatever, which it makes it a lot more green. But either way, and I thought, oh, okay, this is just greens being greens and already putting like little roadblocks. But apparently that's not the case because what they were saying is that we've learned from the 2009 carbon tax debacle where they were saying that in 2009, it's funny now, but they were saying carbon tax is not uh, ha- is not like serious enough in 2009 when no one was doing it. And so it was actually a very good policy. So they're doing that where they're not giving. So what Scott Morrison is trying to do is pin Labour down in the elections by saying, well, even if Albanese is not saying crazy things, the Greens say a lot of crazy things, and they're going to make Albanese do all of that stuff. And so the Greens are saying, no, the only thing that we're going to make them do is not sign up for any more coal and gas projects. What do you think about that? Look, it's not bad. I think it is completely redundant because I think that Anthony Albanese will win in a wipeout. Shit. What do I know? That's not a good sign. It's not a I don't sign. know, man. I don't know about that. I don't know about I that. I read either. like a few of these testimonials of these marginal seats that are supposed to call the elections and they interviewed a few people uh, asking them, what do you think about the election? And all of them were like, look, oh, I understand that uh, Scott Morrison had to do what he had to do. He did JobKeeper. We support that. And he just gives us good dad image. And that was like most of them. So I don't know about like how certain this wipeout is but either way it's going to be a close one and if scott morrison doesn't have that ammunition to like shoot labor down by saying that they're going to be hijacked by green i think that's a good thing yeah i think that if they do get into a coalition it will be exactly the same thing as what happened in 2010 and they've guaranteed themselves a one-term wonder uh, so I really hope that doesn't happen. And I would just say this one more time. You really have to convince one person to vote Labour if that is the scenario. But I also or, think that... as we discussed, Dick, Dick Smith. Smith. Of Dick Smith the real Green Party. The one that's called Dick Smith. Um, what do you think about the policy itself? Are you... Are you do you think that that's something that they shouldn't be saying or because dude the idea of no more coal and gas yeah, power that's plants great. that's all well and good this is what I just understand about politics now that I'm a little bit older what's good is not what can be done and if you are going in and you're saying we're taking on the most powerful industry in the country okay well that's a huge disadvantage to begin with but then to also say, we're also going to be taking on the second most powerful industry <laughs> in the country. 
Yeah, that's true. But look, look these are this is the difference. So I looked this up. Greens by 2030 want 78% reduction in emissions. <laughs> Labor want 44 and uh, uh, coalition want 28. Mm. These are the differences that we're essentially looking at. Yeah, but here's the difference. Labor's is backed by actual policy. The Liberals is not based by actual policy. Labor w- does. I know this because they had a path and they were originally saying for a 50% reduction, but they can't because they've wasted three years. So what they are saying is backed both by what scientists say can be done as well as what is realistically able to do within the political landscape. Whereas it's all well and good to say, yeah, 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 we can get to 70%. Yes, in an ideal world you can, but it's not the ideal Are world. you pissed off by a new gas plant in Hunter Valley? Because technically speaking, even if the coalition stays in power and they do it, it is still a... I think like a 50% reduction in the emissions by it's just cleaner. using gas. Gas it's, is cleaner than coal. Yeah, it's like clean, Marginal. but not really clean. No, it's not like way cleaner than No. Coal. Really? That's a, that's actually a lie. But if really? you are combining it with hydrogen, yes, it will be cleaner. Oh. But if it's just a straight out gas plant, I think there's some research to say that it's worse. But really? I could be, well, it oh, definitely okay. is because Shit. the way that you extract it is just so fracking. environmentally damaging. Is it only fracking? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's fracking, and, and also it's. I, I don't think they're counting methane in it. Is that the deal? No, they must be. Surely, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't. I, again, I don't know. They say that gas is somewhat cleaner, but either way, I if 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 that account of if it actually dearms Scott Morrison from saying that grains are the loony grains are going to make labor do all this crazy shit, then that's a good thing. See, the thing that I think is and in the bag for Albanese is. The press has well and truly turned on Scott Morrison. Yeah. And I think that that means that their higher-ups are saying, no, the economy has been too damaged by the Liberals. We've gotten too fat off it. And we are now in that era of when Bob Hawke got elected in the 80s where the powers that be know that they've pushed it too far. And if they want to keep the golden goose laying eggs, they need to actually have a proper government in. So I think that this is all just theoretical. Except for two media houses that are still supporting Scott Morrison. Who? Channel 9. And the Roselle Gazette. And the big powerhouse himself, Kyle Sanderlands. <laughs> yes. They did like a recent... Uh, and they found out that like though that ex- extreme bias reporting uh, in favor of Scott Morrison is pretty much ended in mo including sky news where sky news obviously is not pro labor by any means but they recognize that that this yeah that he's this this definitely has a good shot and they've sort of anchored they've molded their coverage to say that scott morrison a little bit except for channel nine that still love him apparently um uh what's her name the one that does the show with uh ali uh with um carl stefanovic what's Mm. her name she is still uh, she she's still pretty pro yeah, <sighs> and uh, and yeah, Kyle. After that uh, bit that you were talking about, where he was supporting Scott Morrison, they're saying that I those. Swear are he's the... not supporting Scott Morrison in it. Well, he's so then maybe it's Gladys. just Channel Nine. Then I think it might just be. Well, it would make a lot of sense because Nine actually is run by a liberal. Mm. Mm. That's that a makes lot of it. people though. That's, huh? a, that's a big fucking company. Huh? Nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is big. You're it's right. Big. Like that's not that's not small fish. You know? Let's keep our fingers crossed. I'm saying there's I am I don't know about this landslide talk that you do. It's just 
They were saying that when Bill Shorten was running against him, too. No, they weren't saying a landslide. They were saying a win. And if you look at the polls, it's I think it's just a repeat of what happened in America with Hillary Clinton, where they were just, oh, my God, this is a huge upset against Trump. And really, he had two points to bridge, which is within the margin of error. And that was what was happening in the last election. If you look at the polling in the last election, it tightened up so much in the last few weeks that Labor was, you know statistically not even ahead. But now, at the, if the election was held tomorrow, Albo's 10 points ahead. Really? And I know that they always say, yeah, but that doesn't matter in the marginal seats. Maybe they're just interviewing people that like Scott Morrison. Well, that's the other thing. People that would be, who the fuck? If someone came up to me and my electorate and me like, do you want to be questioned for this poll? I'd be like, fuck off, no. Like, then you'd walk, <laughs> right? But I'd vote. Yeah. These people that end up doing these interviews for ABC or whatever. Dumbos. They're, they're not just dumbos. They're all really partisan people. They're really just community organizers for their respective parties. Yeah. So, yeah. I, again, I don't know, but I'm just saying, like, you know, let's be, let's eat a hum, humble pie a little bit. Let's not talk about landslides and let's try to focus on winning at least. You know what else as well? This does show that under Adam Bant, the Greens has changed you you get it from green supporters they're still saying like oh fuck labor and all that kind of stuff but adam bant is really trying to rebrand the greens as a very sensible pragmatic party really well clearly if that's what they're saying well, about right. time so you yeah, like about him? time and it probably will work in their favor Okay, so let's themselves a let's let's do the yeah, think, let's yeah. do the tom ballard podcast question legend or can't Fuck. What a podcast. Shout out. Shout Dude, that's out. what essentially it is. Oh, I thought, I thought that was verbatim it. Uh, so, legend or cunt? And a band. <laughs> Look at him. He looks legend. like a parking officer and a lawyer. <laughs> All right. Well, thank Shit. you guys for joining us tonight. <laughs> Such a good fucking We, again, appreciate that you listen to this podcast or watch it or whatever. We really appreciate the designs that you sent us. And we really appreciate you signing up to the Up Late podcast, which all the feedback we get is that they are on it just to listen to the Up Late podcast. It's a better one. Better. Yeah, let's be honest. True. Verbatim. The, the comments on the update are that this is a better Man. podcast, which is something that we should really be thinking about. <laughs> but it's twitching. They like it. And I think you'd like it too. It's it's not that expensive and it really supports the pod and helps us not be Marcus Prawn. Yeah. yeah. Keep free speech free. Yeah, exactly. And right? watch and learn, Marcus Paul. This could be your future. Free speech and isn't I, free. I've been to your studio in 2SM. This is better than what you had. Oh, is I there feel any bad more, for him now. But is there any more tropes we can throw out there? Free speech isn't free. Carl keeps the lights no, on. No, about freedom of speech. Have, has anyone noticed that common, common sense, sense isn't, isn't too common, common these days? But it is on our pod. You should have the um, right to say whatever you like, but also know that you can be criticised for whatever you say. <laughs> I'm out. I don't know what else to say. Sign up. Thank you for joining us. Sign up to the Uplate. Bye. <laughs>